Good morning, crypto. Good morning, warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, and today I'm joined by some very special co-hosts. We've got the Node Defender joining us for the fourth time this week. Johnny Crypto is back on the podcast. Selman Gee, also known as G Investing, is joining us today to drop some NFT gems. And of course, because it's Friday, we had to bring NFT tones in to bring you guys some of the most relevant play-to-earn games in the entire ecosystem. So today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing the impact for assets as the Fed raises rates for the first time since 2018. Coinbase is sued for selling non-registered securities. What this could mean for the crypto market going forward. Ripple says 2022 is a benchmark year for NFTs. And 2021 was a banner year for the company, despite the ongoing lawsuit with the SEC. Also, a YouTube influencer with over 4 million followers, Dr. Disrespect, moves into the NFT space to bring you, and we bring you, three essential play to earn podcast. Our show is now live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So we're going to keep the ball rolling here. We're going to skip the introductions and go right into the Bitcoin fear and greed index. We are showing a 25 today. We really don't have too much to comment here. We've been fluctuating in this extreme fear range. So we'll go right past that and show you guys our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. If you want access to us to see where we're getting our research and some of the interactions we're having with Coach JV on these platforms, please go toss our Good Morning Crypto account a follow. And you can also just tweet at us. We'll get right back to you guys. Today, the big, today, the total market cap is $1.8 trillion for cryptocurrencies with Bitcoin sitting at 42% dominance. We've got Bitcoin sitting just above 40,000 at 40,600. Ethereum at 2,800. XRP sitting just above 78 cents here. Cardano is in that 83 cent range. Solano, $85. And we're going to scroll down to XLM, which we will be covering on a daily basis. 18 cent stellar. Very exciting stuff. VeChain just below 5 cents. And we're going to start covering Strong Note as well at $157. A very interesting opportunity to start earning passive income. So I'm going to give the, the open floor here. Any comments on the market? I guess we'll start with Johnny Crypto, and then we'll keep the ball rolling. I think at the end of the day, when I look at some of these prices, it's interesting that they're very, almost very close to what my entry points were a year ago. I mean, you can grab Stellar at 18 cents. That's that's just, well, hell, that's Stellar. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. That's awesome. Selma, do you have any comments before I keep uh, heading into our articles? No, actually not. I um, I think this is like a great buying opportunity because I personally believe there is um, some kind of relief coming very soon. Yes, and, and we pointed out this bullish momentum we've had since. Bitcoin had that parabolic day where it went from 38000 to 42000 We've continued some of that bullish momentum and maintained the $40,000 price point, which I think is very exciting, especially going forward with all the bullish news we have for you guys. We're going to show you a couple tweets here. We're going to try something new where... We actually found some very interesting documents from the Arab Central Bank where they list XRP as the only currency in the digital asset space right now. I love this news. It keeps me very excited about not only what's going on with the SEC, but where we can anticipate XRP being going forward. We showed you guys a clip from Brad Garlinghouse early this week where it said in Japan, the UAE, and several other countries around the globe, they've already classified XRP as a currency. And now we have another example of that. So I thought that was very exciting. And some other news I'd like to show you guys is Airbnb CEO says crypto was the most requested feature on the Airbnb platform. The adoption continues. So those are just a couple of our tweets. Wanted to give people some perspective. But with that being said, we'll hop into our first article and get comments from the group. The Ripple drop. Growing crypto liquidity was a banner year for RippleNet and Ripple Liquidity Hub. We've got some very interesting quotes from Ashish Birla, the RippleNet general manager and the creator of the RippleNet protocols. Ashish points out hundreds of billions of dollars are traded daily on these exchanges, which is just a dramatic increase from 2013. The more liquidity we're able to offer, the better product experience our users will have. You can send cross-border payments for a cheaper rate. He's basically just addressing that banks are adopting this stuff and, and it's starting to become public. I'd love to go to Mario. Mario, what do you think about this article and the banks accepting XRP as a currency in the liquidity hub? It's massive. I, I'm super excited to see like some of the stuff that's being developed in, in with the XRP Ledger. I think the, the XRP Ledger, and I mentioned this, it's still yet to see its prime. 
and we will see it shine for sure. I'm not sure if it will happen this year, but I, I really see it just priming up for this, for this, uh, this big shining moment. And uh, it's really interesting, just all the things that are being developed. I mean, we see a lot of NFT-related stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's exciting. I'm just it, really happy that XRP is like one of my favorite projects and that uh, it's also one of my biggest holdings. It's very exciting. And I'm going to kick it to NFT Tones, our NFT expert here. We've got Ashish Birla saying he is, in particular, he is energized by the conversations with the Ripple X team about NFT opportunities for RippleNet customers. We talk about this shift taking place. And we're aware of it. We're early. NFT Tones, what do you think about XRP incorporating NFTs going forward? I think that it is an excellent idea and that Ripple will have an excellent NFT marketplace. I think eventually, like seeing what they have right now, I think they can actually expand. And like, it seems really weird to say, but Ripple can actually have a ton of games and be an actual gaming platform as long as like a gaming currency as long with like processing powerful tra uh, uh, transaction payments for other users. So I think people will also figure out different ways to use these NFTs on the Ripple network and do like different things with them. Like I feel like compared to Ethereum, there's so much cheaper gas fees here. And like a lot of people love Ripple for what it is. Yes, and Selman, I'm going to get your comments as well, but I wanted to point out that I think it's inevitable that we shift away from the gas fees on Ethereum and into these other platforms where you can mint NFTs for basically no cost. Are you anticipating this shift taking place in 2022 like Ashish Birla states here? Yeah, I mean, um, the best part is, of course, like I, I skipped the gas fees because like um, Ethereum, the the, uh, the reason why you pay gas fees basically for the decentralization aspect, like the for the security you pay and Ethereum is like high class kind of cryptocurrencies, it's established. But like in general, like everybody who's like um, has just a tiny bit of money and wants to invest in an NFT has now the opportunity, of course, to uh, you know buy uh, NFTs without paying gas fees. This is also a great service. And the best part of Ripple Network is the community. Like you need a community for NFTs. The value comes second. The community is important. And Ripple has the best community out there in the crypto space. That's why I believe, you know, um, Ripple and Ripple NFTs will kick asses uh, in this year. I love it. And I think that you're totally spot on. I was minting an Ethereum NFT. The original NFT was costing me $125 and the gas fee was an additional $125. So it, it is really ridiculous. I'd like to get some comments from Johnny Crypto before we continue the ball rolling. Yeah, so for me, you know, it's all about the indicators and the fact there that he states there's 22, over 22 countries using Ripple right now. So you know what that tells me? They're planting the seeds, baby. Plant them seeds. I mean, right now, everybody's expecting it to explode, right? No, it doesn't work that way. Technology doesn't work that way. You have to start planting the seeds, getting countries involved, early adoption, and then that adoption grows and it spreads and it spreads. And that's what you're seeing here. To see them be in 22 countries globally, that's that should be very exciting. Try to go get one country to adopt something, never mind 22. This is super exciting. I love the fact that Ashish is sharing some of these numbers with us to give us a feel for what's going on. And that, you know, and then we got the news with Wells Fargo using their technology. I mean, it's just it's just happening right in front of our eyes. And we're so damn early. It's so exciting that the fact that Ripple's still under a dollar is amazing to me. We're lucky. We're lucky. We should all thank the SEC. Everybody who's buying under a dollar, go thank the SEC right now. It, you've been blessed. We all have. I mean, some of us were lucky to buy it even lower than that. But this is just great signs for Ripple that they're not only are they expanding their cross-border payment system abs, but they're also, you could see they're expanding into other areas that they, they that they didn't initially design or set out for, right? Now they're expanding into NFT market, you know, into smart contracts. They're 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 <laughs> they decided, hey, we're going after all of Web 3.0. We don't want to be just this niche in cross-border payments. We're gonna play in smart contracts, we're gonna play in NFTs, we're gonna play in gaming, they're gonna go everywhere. And this is great news for all ripple holders. So um, yeah, super exciting to be a ripple holder as well. So just sit tight. And uh, start looking for those projects. You'll see them start dropping. Matter of fact, we had a Twitter call last night with Board Apes, and, and it's an XRP play. So if you haven't uh, checked out the Board Apes XRP Club, go check that out. Uh, that's another super exciting project where you can earn passive income of XRP.
Yeah, and I'm so excited to hear Selman say that he's bullish on the XRP ledger as well as NFT tones because these guys are experts. Selman has founded his own NFT project. We're going to hop into that later and give you guys all the details. It's super unique. And when we're looking at NFT projects, we're looking for three things, leadership, community, and utility. And it checks all the boxes. So that's a little little insight into what we're going to bring you later in the chat. But with that being said, we'll hop into some more content we can get comments from. We've got the stock to flow and log logarithmic stale. Lo sorry, I always butcher this. Logarithmic regression showing that we're going to get to $100,000 on Bitcoin by 2023 on both of these scales. And we see CEOs and massive influencers in the financial industry backing Bitcoin publicly and saying we're at the bottom of a short-term bear market. I think that's very exciting. We're going to show you guys some articles and statements later. But Selma, with all the technical analysis experience you have, I'd love to get some of your comments on your belief. Is this thing accurate? Is this something we can use to gauge our investments or maybe incorporate it into the things that we look at? What are your thoughts? This is an important question. You should never, ever do uh, investment decisions based on one indicator only. And um, there's also like a lot of, uh, um, yeah, I mean, like um, shit talks on on Twitter about the rainbow chart that they they call them. And you, you can't just make the investment decisions based on like one indicator. And this time, for example, we haven't seen the blow off top. Like usually um, based on the stock to flow model, for example, it, it showed us that um, we're going to break above 120K this year. Uh, sorry, 2021, but it never happened. And now it's like we're going into the bear market. And um, so this time it wasn't really accurate, but like it's nice to see a zoomed out version of Bitcoin right on the um, higher time frames and you guys can see it's always going up and it has to you know we're talking about something that is establishing every single day getting more popular uh, among retail investors and, and companies and um it there is a limited supply so there has to be a price appreciation at some point now the use case is another thing but here's the deal um uh, what i love about like when i uh, wrote my thesis on bitcoin the best part was uh, doing research on it um, there, there is this, you know, the, we're talking about the hash rate. We're talking about, um, halving and the best time to accumulate is actually, um, one year before the, the next halving one year before the next halving and around the halving. So, um, basically the uh, last halving was in 2020 in May. And this time it's estimated to be, you know, end of, um, yeah, 2023 and early 2024, so basically next year, because historically we've always seen the bottom one year before the next halving. So this is just, you know, the theory, um, uh, some research paper on that has, uh, you know, have been published. So definitely check it out. Totally. I love those comments. NFT Tones, you put something in chat I think people should listen to. I know it's about the XRP stuff, but I definitely think you should drop that bomb right now because it shows how early we are in this process. So I said that, that xrp is so new that if you go to dap radar or like play to earn.net you can type in a specific chain or even look for the xrp network and it won't be listed there and that's because it's so new to getting games on it that people have don't even realize that it can be used for that like avalanche only like there's only been one major game on there and that's crabita and we'll actually get to talk about that later on today but like going on to like Phantom Network, um, that was just recently added to playtoearn.net and DapRadar. So this is something to keep in mind because as more and more chains get more games, these chains are going to be added to these sites and we can go find these games and see what is uh, going on like in the gaming space. Very cool. Yeah, and I'd love to give everyone a shout out right now. Thank you to all of our listeners. We're getting a bunch of positive comments. We got one from Fadi that says, I love these videos so much, and we appreciate you guys. So if you're enjoying the content, smash that like button, as Johnny Crypto always says. And the social medias are below. You can go and follow those social media accounts. We're going to hop into the next article because I think it's so important that we cover this today. There's hey, a uh, class action. Hold on. I want, to call out, I want to call Ishmay there. Uh, he's saying that. Uh, I guess he's going to make a donation so so Tones can get a haircut. So uh, Tones, <laughs> get that haircut donation going there. It looks like you got some fans out there. Uh, We're crowdfunding his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> 
<laughs> hey, maybe we'll do it live. We'll have to do a tone zoom live haircut on the show. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. It was, I just wanted to make sure we're giving props to all the all the commenters out there. Of course, of course, we appreciate the comments, and I agree. NFT tones does need a haircut. So why don't you send him to <laughs> Inu, and we'll get yeah, him into the barbershop I, today. I just got a perm. I just got it permed. I don't need no haircut. I gotta let nice. it grow out some more. It's coming back, guys. The perm is back. So class action lawsuits against. There's a class action lawsuit against Coinbase that alleges the sale of unregistered securities. I mean, we've anticipated this for quite a while. Once the SEC stepped out of line, it opened the door for people like us to say, hey, well, they were giving us that opportunity to buy these unregistered securities. So who are we to not address that issue without being given any guidance? Johnny Crypto, we'll kick it right back to you and then we'll go to Mario. What are some of your thoughts on the SEC being sued? You mean uh, Coinbase? Oh, being sued. Coinbase being sued, yes. Yeah, it, it's nice to see them finally starting playing it on a little bit of a fair, fair playing grounds here. If we're going to sue Ripple. Let's sue everybody else that's doing what they're doing, right? But you, you know, so it's kind of interesting to see what the SEC where, where they go. It's like they pick favorites. I mean, it's so great when you're in power, you get to just do whatever you want. Like, oh, I like these guys, so I'm going to not sue them. Oh, but you guys do the same thing. I'm going to sue you. It's like what that. So now you get to see who the SEC likes and who the SEC don't like, or the game plan of how they want to go about this whole thing. But uh, yeah, so I find it kind of interesting. I mean, the reality is the SEC could sue anybody in this market because they're all breaking SEC rules, you know, potentially. Right. So I just can't wait for this ruling to come out with, with ripple. That's going to be huge because then all this nonsense goes away. We're finally going to have some clarity there a little bit. And then hopefully when Congress um, completes the executive order that Biden put out there, we'll have even more clarity and all this bullshit could go away. And this crypto market's going to explode and everybody in it is going to be, like Coach always says, we're literally gearing up to be the next round of millionaires and billionaires. So just sit tight, folks. Don't get shaken out. And we've said this from day one, right? Like the SEC is not only out of line for regulating by enforcement, but also they've been given no jurisdiction to do this stuff. So in this article, it says that 79 tokens claim to be unregistered securities. So basically the whole crypto space. Mario, what are some of your thoughts? It's like, honestly, I love the sound of that, Johnny. <laughs> that got me pumped just listening to what you just said. But uh, it's cool, baby. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I'm I'm honestly very tired of listening to this securities. Uh, these cryptos are securities because, like Garling House said in the video that we showed the other day, the United States is the only nation in the world that looks at at XRP as a security. Yeah, and. Like, of course, if, if they're going to look at it that way, many other cryptos are going to fall into that same category, according to the SEC. But yep. do we think that the SEC should be the governing body to, to be, you know, enforcing any kind of action on cryptocurrency? I think we can all agree that no, it should be we need new regulation and we need maybe a new department. I I don't know. I'm just I can't I can't deal with this <laughs> securities talk anymore. I just I just put it to the side. I'm waiting for the day that something comes out of this ripple and an SEC lawsuit. It's hopefully going to be that that stake in the ground that's going to set um, just a, a new path for cryptocurrencies in general. So yeah, just yeah, no comment. <laughs> yeah, there's just so much like we have all this outdated litigation. They're using the Howey test which was instituted during the early 1930s as a way to register if these things are securities or not. We didn't have the internet, never mind digital assets. So yeah. Selman, it's the only one who's not in the United States. Why don't you let people know what your thoughts are? Yeah, I mean, you guys probably remember in back in uh, you know, summer last year, we had the interview with the founder, uh, the co-founder of um, Swarm Markets. And he worked for years uh, in Silicon Valley and moved back to Germany. And, and um, they founded the company basically here, as far as I know. Uh, and he told us that the regulations here are way easier, way more crypto friendly than in, in the U.S. Like U.S. is probably the worst country right now um, for crypto projects. Um, and that, that's a big issue. Like, um, unfortunately, they make life way, way more um, difficult for you guys. And you see a lot of people, even Binance now moves to Dubai and so many countries, mm -hmm. uh, so many uh, companies move to Dubai and, and uh, Europe. So this is like pretty sad for the uh, for the states because there is a beautiful opportunity right now, Web3. And um, we're just, you know, you guys are just uh, kick it away um, for other countries. Yep. And we always talk about if they don't allow this stuff to happen inside of our borders, it's not going away. It's just going outside of the country. So. This is another move where we see people being pushed out of the United States and maybe even forced 
even though it's just a class action lawsuit, guys, this is not the SEC. These are regular citizens saying that Coinbase basically screwed them over. So I want to reiterate that. But if there's any comments from NFT Tones, I'd love to hear them. Now, Tones is good on this one. Cool. <laughs> that works, too. We've got additional crypto news happening outside of the United States today with the largest retail central bank in Russia is now exchanging and issuing digital assets. So this is something we thought would happen with the sanctions coming in. I'm not really sure how to pronounce the name. Cyberbank, I believe, has received a license from the Bank of Russia to issue and exchange digital assets. And it's the largest retail bank in the entire country. In January, the bank applied for a license with Russia's central bank to issue its own digital token for corporate clients. This is another move away from the dollar, away from fiat currencies, and into digital assets. The largest retail bank in Russia. It's amazing, guys. And we, we've been calling on this. We've been saying this type of stuff would happen. We'll go to Johnny Crypto and then Selman. What are some of your thoughts, Johnny? Well, the first thought is if anybody, you'll know, if you're trying to start a crypto company or a business in the U.S., you can't find a freaking bank. Well, I've tried. I've got rejected by nine banks in trying to start a company. So I know most people don't know that because you're not trying to start a crypto company. But it is freaking hard as hell. Like you say the word crypto to a bank, and you're you're, you're like poison. They don't need. Oh, sorry, we can't help you. So I'm happy to see this because now I know where I'm going to open up my first. I know where we're going to open up our, our PCA banking account, boys. It's going to be in Russia. How sad. We're is going that? to Russia. We're going to Russia. <laughs> Mario, go get that bank account started, baby. We're going to Russia. I hope you like. No, you account. can go first. Uh, it's okay. You can go first. <laughs> I stop in Italy. You can. Yeah, that's where I stop. That's oh, awesome. Man. Someone, what do you think about these central banks adopting digital assets and allowing their their um, corporate clients to have access to this technology? Yeah, it, it's like a beautiful thing. Slowly seeing uh, big big guys um, adapting cryptocurrencies, but on the other hand, I'm like super like scared of CBDCs because if these banks start issuing uh, tokens, their very own tokens, you know that the central banks are also planning something and we know that. And CBDCs, of course, like, um, in my opinion, very scary, uh, very scary topic. However, this is also opening the door for people to understand like digital currencies in general, even just digital dollar, right? Knowing that, knowing how to use that, like even the boomers, for example, and then slowly uh, learning how Shout to set to up a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> how to set up a wallet and then slowly uh, they discover bitcoin ethereum xrp at some point you know and there is just new uh, opportunities coming in my opinion and this is great news yes and coach jb put out a fantastic video covering xrp xlm and the future of digital finance the banks are moving behind the scenes they're honestly starting to do it publicly and you can find this information online so guys if you want to learn more please check out coach jb's channel from this morning and also if you're enjoying this content, smash that like button and you get access to all of us within the 3T Warrior Academy where you can get Selman, NFT Tones, the Node Defender, and of course, Johnny Crypto with one-on-one -on -one access, AMAs, weekly hosted calls. The list goes on and on, guys. So there's so much value in there for your dollar. That's why we bring it to you every day. I really believe in this program. It changed my life. Is there any other comments? I'd like to go to Mario next. Don't forget the Freedom Conference. Yeah. <laughs> I just have a quick comment regarding the the, the bank. I mean, it's uh, I'm really excited to see what's some states like like Wyoming. Uh, they're you know with innovation and and trying to be at the forefront of crypto regulation. Um, I know that Kraken has already announced that they're working on releasing a bank that's going to be out of Wyoming. So I I don't know. I think we could be seeing something around the corner. I mean, hopefully our tenth bank that we look for will accept us, Johnny. That'd be nice, man. It'd be interesting to see if we can finally find a bank that will bank us because of crypto. It's just, it's just, it's, it's mind-boggling, mind-boggling. But again, this goes to the point I've been trying to say all along. Once clarity comes, right, banks won't bank you. What does that mean? Institutions won't put money into crypto. Yeah, there's two trillion dollars, but we know there's forty-five trillion in the stock market. Wait till when all that money flows in, but it's not going to flow in. And banks won't right. open up their doors. So, guys, it's so great to be in this early because you're in before the floodgates have opened. It's, it's again, not financial advice. We're not financial advisors, but that's just what it feels like. We're in something so early in the beginning that, oh, man, when those gates pour in, you're going to feel euphoric like you've never felt before. Totally. I, like I think that. I think another thing to keep in mind, too, is, like, with these banks is, like, we, you also got to pay attention to like countries and states and 
other things because if you look, we have Miami that produced Miami coin. And now we have New York City that produced New York City coin. So I feel like as we continue to go on, there's going to be more either states or cities or countries that produce like their own coin. And they're going to eventually try to make, like you guys said, one coin that works worldwide. Yep. And we always talk about it doesn't even have to be a one world currency. It just has to be a one world standard of protocols that all the CBDCs follow. So there will be tiers of CBDCs and there will be separate CBDCs, central bank digital currencies for separate countries. But they're all going to be following the same taxation program and the same protocol. So that's what we're anticipating and looking for going forward. I know Selman had a, had an additional comment, so I'd love to go to him next. Yeah, I just before we move on to the next topic, I just wanted to say uh, when Johnny Crypto mentioned that this is no financial advice, the best part of this show is, guys, compared to other influencers um, on uh, on YouTube, guys, like we have like pure intentions here. And the best part is we're doing research. We come up with like um, um, we're convinced of uh, something and we share it with you guys. And that's the best part uh, of this show. Pure intentions. We're here for the community. We are we we can't like basically we we came from the community we're part of the yep. community and this is the best part of it we're just here to help people and not shill stuff so that's why like i just wanted to appreciate all of you guys and um and if you guys really like us then support this show by um liking this video and um yeah subscribing to our channel don't and just honestly we don't do smash it <laughs> it doesn't yeah. look broken yet smash that freaking it's not broken no. And honestly, we don't, we don't, we don't really suggest anything that we're not doing ourselves, right? I mean, yeah. I know that for me personally, I don't suggest anything or I don't talk about anything that I'm personally doing myself. So, and yeah, I love what Salman said. Go ahead, oh, go ahead, Johnny. Sorry, that's a good point, Mario. I think what's great about the academy is number one, coach could be shilling coins like crazy, but you know what? He won't do it. He refuses to do it because he only gets back. He only gets behind what he believes in. That's really what I think drew a lot of us to the academy. So if you're looking for a place that's honest, that has you know honesty, integrity, transparency, and a good community where you're not going to feel alone, really, then come check out the academy. Go to the go to our Discord. It's for free. You can join it. You can get the feel and sense and love of the community there. And if you want to level up, you can actually come and join the academy itself. It's a monthly fee. I see people asking. Yes, it is a recurring monthly fee, but you're part of the community. You get access to all of us, you get access to the 120 day challenge. You get access to all our courses. I mean, there's so much. It's like someone said, this is beyond anything else that's out there. We purposely set out to create an academy to really create an environment where we can share ideas. So you're not alone because doing this alone sucks. You're going to make the wrong mistakes. And I have made those mistakes because I was alone. And now being here in the community, it really helps you mindset wise to make the right decision and investing you know, you could be losing your life savings, right? So if you're going to make that kind of investment, you better have your mind right first. So check out the Academy. I think uh, what's awesome here is we are only going to share what we're doing. So we're doing it, we'll share it. So you can feel confident. Not that you should do what we're doing, but we're just telling you what we're doing. We're sharing that experience just, because we believe in this. So. Just remember, Johnny Crypto would be further up if he uh, if he listened to NFT tones. Here we go. Gala. And so on. Yeah, so yeah. Just, just listen to your mind. children. All your parents out there, all the parents, listen to your children when they tell you to get into stuff. That's my <laughs> advice. The sub 25 year olds rule the world. If you're under 25, this is your world, guys. Yes. Just take advantage of it. And someone brought up a fantastic point where he said, None of us were hired from outside the company. We came into the program, excelled, did the 120 day challenge, and grew totally organically. So every single person you're seeing on this screen is not only in the academy but has completed the program, done the 120-day challenge. It's been life-changing. I want to say thank you to all you guys in the middle of this podcast. Just thank you for joining us. Thank you for everything we've created. And it's only going to get bigger. We're putting in the work. We're putting in the time. We're going to continue to grow, guys. So I'll keep the ball rolling here with the Federal Reserve news. The Fed rate hike could boost Bitcoin. So this article was very interesting because it talks about how this, this particular analyst says that Bitcoin has been locked in a range of forty to 60000 for the past several months. While gold has been locked in the $1,750 to $2,000 range over that same period. And as he looks at the markets and what he would be accumulating, he sees that because Bitcoin is teetering just above that $40,000 range, he's anticipating that being a short-term bottom and us having an explosion at some point. Basically, he's advocating for Bitcoin. 
There's tons of gems in this article. I'm going to kick it to Johnny Crypto first. But the investor warned that the market could roll over once the Fed raises rates a few more times. As we know, guys, the next six quarters going forward, they will be raising rates a quarter of a percent, 25 basis points. It may have even been priced into the market. So that could be what we're seeing now. We got a positive move from not only the NASDAQ, but the cryptocurrencies as this news came out from the Federal Reserve on Wednesday. Johnny, you brought up some great points last night. Why don't you drop some bombs for our listeners right now? Well, I think the most important thing when you read through this article is, A, we, we knew the Fed was going to do something. They had to, and they did. They raised rates by a quarter percent, um, and they'll continue to do that, and they say they're going to slow slow the spending, but let, let's see if that really happens. But I think what's really critical about that article is <clears throat> it gives you the insight into the mind of the billionaire there who was who noting that he thinks now's a great time to get into BTC. And we're looking at a price around 40,000, 38 to 40, right? So it kind of shows you that that's where they feel the bottom is. And like we always say, don't do not do what the billionaires say, do what they do. And if they're buying at 38 to 40, then that gives you kind of this confidence. Like, okay, that's probably where the bottom is or close to the bottom. And so from that perspective, it gives me some confidence to say, okay, if we're near the bottom there, then we're finally starting to, to go up. And so now... People are going to be looking to where to put their money. The stock market and the housing market is going to get crushed if rates go up. That money's got to flow somewhere. And now, you know, we know that 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 other than gold and silver, which have been historically inflation hedges, there's this new paradigm shift happening where people think Bitcoin is the new digital gold. And if you listen to Michael Saylor, he nails it perfectly. He's spot on. <clears throat> it, it does it, it does have all the traits you need to have to be truly deflationary, even better than gold, because gold is, is not finite, right? We're still mining it at 2% a year, whereas Bitcoin, guess what, boys? When we hit 21 million, that's it. There ain't going to be 21 million, 0.5. There ain't going to be 22 million. There ain't going to be 23 billion. No, that's it. It's done. At that point, now it becomes something that's going to be in demand. And now the only way to get it is you have to buy it off of somebody else. And if nobody wants to sell and if the billionaires are hoarding it, guess what's going to happen to the price of Bitcoin? <laughs> 40000 is going to look like, like when we were buying XRP at $0.20. Cents. So to me, this is kind of, I think this this kind of gives some insights that, yeah, we might we might be near bottom. I'm hearing like 20000 18000 No, it might be thirty-eight to forty. This is this is This is interesting. Very interesting. What was great, too, is he gave us a short time frame. Mario, I'm going to kick it to you next, but he said... That he's bullish on Bitcoin as opposed to gold over the next three months. So I I thought it was bold of him to give such a short time frame for that bullish momentum. Mario, some of your thoughts. Yeah, I honestly I don't really have too many comments. Um, I know that you know what Johnny just said. I mean he he banged it spot on. It, it's just you know Bitcoin has got this limited quantity which gives it a different edge over gold, which is still being mined. Yeah. I mean, I'm bullish Bitcoin long-term. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go. I'm, I, I would say, I, I think we'll still see Bitcoin below 30,000 though. That's just my personal, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, I might be wrong, but I feel she, like how much sheep are we putting on that? How much sheep hey, are no. we putting this on that? This is the one? perfect no, time to start our oh. first bet. Mario has just put a million Shiba Inu <laughs> that Bitcoin will reach thirty thousand before it gets to sixty thousand. Selman, I'd love to go to you next. We see the Federal Reserve is continuing to add to their balance sheet. This week, they added forty-three billion dollars in value to to bring their balance sheet just below nine trillion. What does this indicate to you that they're raising rates at the same time adding to their asset balance sheet? Very interesting stuff. I mean, um, our government would never lie to us, so I don't know if that Federal Reserve <laughs> data is true or not. But like, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's like a very weird scenario. They're they're talking how that they're going to lower quantitative easing, and now uh, you see based on the chart, and this is like Federal Reserve data uh, on their official website. You can f- check it out, and you see that they have been <laughs> stacking. You know, like uh, what's happening here? So. Um, I don't know, like um, basically um, very, very soon they they have to, uh, they have to, you know, lower quantitative easing. There is no other way. So this might be, you know, an update uh, or let's say the final um, um, quantitative easing. Basically, you'll see before before we see, you know, um, pullback come in. Um, But like 
basically coming back to what Mario said and then uh, to the question, um, I would actually add something to that. On a yearly basis, guys, Bitcoin has always done a 100% uh, increase every year on average. So this could change, of course, drop to 60, 80% over time as the market cap grows. But like, guys, um, there is this, you know, like this is scary, by the way, what you're showing right now. This is like, can you imagine like the uh, back in 2007 or so, it was like, what was it there? One trillion? And check out what's happening right now up there. Yep. This is crazy. This is and it's when I look at this chart, it's fascinating to me. In 2008, we had an economic collapse. Fed boosts its assets. In 2020, we had the biggest collapse we've had in God knows how long, maybe since the beginning of the NASDAQ. And look at that asset balance sheet, a straight line up in the air, and that's continuing. So I'm going to go to Mario. Does this tell you that this momentum is going to continue going forward? I'm not sure. I don't... Honestly, I, I didn't think... I mean, I had the opinion that I didn't think the interest rates were going to be raised just because of all the economic um, uncertainties that we're going through in the world. I thought they were probably just going to turn on the printer one last time. But yeah, I, I, the reason why I think Bitcoin will still dip below is because I really think we're going to see this massive recession. We've touched it on this show a few times that after moments like this in the past, we've seen just massive like recessions come out of it. So because of that, it will just instantly create this fear in the market, which will obviously call it, cause a sell-off. And that's the reason why my my thought process tells me that we will see Bitcoin below 30,000 at some point again. Uh, whether it will happen this year, sometime next year, I, I don't know. But I mean, I'm bullish Bitcoin long term for sure. But I just do want to put that caution out there that because of everything economically, it's just it, it's it seems inevitable to me. Yeah, and I don't I don't think anybody disagrees. <clears throat> I do think that you know we will test those twenty eight values, twenty eight thousand, twenty eight thousand five hundred or nine hundred, you know, twenty nine thousand, thirty thousand area. I agree with you, but look at this chart. Look at this chart. You know, I think Cabbage said, "Show me a chart, and I'll show you the news." Guys, what do you see here? Two thousand eight, we have a major, major crash. And all of a sudden, what does what does the Fed do? They got to come in and be the hero. Two thousand twenty. We got a pandemic out there. What does the Fed do? They, they got to come in and be the hero again. It's like, it, it's 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 like so perfectly clear that you can see. You know, they're looking for these crises, whether they create them or not, or however they happen. The point is, they take advantage of them. And what do they do? They continue to. You're watching. You're literally looking at the destruction of the dollar right there in front of you. That that's what that is. That's what that says, guys. If that red line on the left side, instead of said millions of dollars, if it said you know ages, like how old you were. Or you're, you know, you're at nine, nine million, you're dead, right? That's what they're doing because you cannot continue to print, print the dollar into oblivion like this and not expect consequences. You can't do that. You know, you can't just make money out of thin air. And that's what they're doing. And they continue to justify it by, by these problems that occur. Oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. Well, no, you know what we got to do? If we make a mistake, we got to feel the pain of it at that point. You just don't go print dollars. You need to let shit crash. You need to let. Basically, the system has to flush itself out. So if people made bad business decisions and banks made bad business decisions, they need to go under. They need to be closed. You don't bail them out with taxpayer dollars and, and decrease our value. It's a bunch of bullshit. That's what's happening. Um, and everybody just accepts it, which is crazy. Because what you don't realize is when you accept it, what you're saying is, yeah, go ahead and deflate my – go ahead and take money out of my pocket. That's basically what you're saying. But they've hidden it so well through inflation of, oh, yeah, it's normal. You know, the price of everything goes up. No, it's not supposed to. But we've been trained to believe it does. So that's what you're looking at here, folks. This is a sad day. And that's why Bitcoin is probably someday going to be 200000 or more because people are going to realize that. And don't forget, guys, like um, they have been printing nonstop and now they want to collect back, right? So they're going to suck all the money back that's, you know, that's been printed. So they're raising interest rates, but the, the effect of raising interest rates is delayed. So right now I'm expecting yes. personally um, uh, that the news is priced and I'm expecting a relief bounce. That's why I believe, you know, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in general could be bullish the next uh, few uh, weeks and months. However, raising interest rates and, you know, Jerome Powell said that they might be acting more aggressively when they can't stop inflation, when it's going out of control because of the Ukrainian inflation, uh, Ukrainian conflict, etc. I want to say invasion, all of that stuff. Right. Um basically um will kick kick um yeah inflation to new highs 
and they want to act more aggressively. That's why, keep in mind, that effect of raising interest rates is delayed, but it will come in and hurt the market. It will hurt the market short term. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very interesting. Totally and that's agree. something we're all going to be watching for, for sure. We've got one final article before we hop into our collecty and rest of the FT content we've got for you guys today. Robert Kinasaki predicts the end of the U.S. dollar. Says war has given rise to crypto as a safer haven than fiat money. I mean, we all agree, I think, on, on this panel that the dollar of the value, the, the value of the dollar is continuing to crash while assets are continuing to rise. They move off one another, right? And the Ukraine slash Russian war is giving rise to crypto as a safer haven than fake government money. That's a direct quote from Kinasaki. He said, the best investment right now may be stocking products that you will that you will always use, such as toilet paper, trash bags, canned goods, frozen food, gold, silver, and Bitcoin. It seems to me that he's predicting a massive economic collapse, a a quote-unquote black swan event. We continue to watch out for cyber attacks because we believe in this community that that will be the narrative they roll out next. The World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab has indicated that on numerous occasions, and he predicted that the government will regulate the crypto sector when they launch a Fed crypto. Ultimately, Kinesaki stated that cryptocurrencies will be seized and folded into a government crypto. We have varying opinions in the group within how this will take place and what will happen. Let's go to Mario first. What do you think about this Kinesaki article? Does this add to your bullishness or or how does it make you feel? Well, it just kind of confirms what I was talking about before, you know, with uh, with everything that's happening. I mean, w- what Salman just touched upon, you know, saying that we will probably see this relief bounce. I- again, I want to reiterate what I said yesterday. Take profits because, you know, chances are things are going to get worse, far worse than what they are now economically. And at least if you have these profits and you have them on the sidelines, you'll be able to to hedge against it. But yeah, I agree, I agree with Kaisaki. I, I really um, like he's somebody that I look up to. And um, I didn't agree with his last comment that he made that we touched upon the other day. But but yeah, he's right. I've been hearing this so much like, you know, you, you get get your food, get your your everyday essentials stock up on those and and your bitcoin while you're at it (laughs) it's it's very interesting to see someone like this make such bold statements i'm wondering what he heard or what he knows but he Mm. points out that saudi arabia is considering accepting the chinese yuan instead of u.s dollars for oil sales 80 percent of the oil that we get comes from saudi arabia we do over 2 million barrels of oil in volume daily to the united states so it's a freaking massive market but when he talks about them coming for your cryptocurrency it will not be easy or even possible for them to seize assets like Bitcoin because of the structure and how decentralized it is. Selman, we're going to kick it to you before we hop into this NFT content. What does this article point out to you? And and does this, does this shift your perspective in any way? Yeah. First of all, I love what Robert says. And um, I think he's definitely one of the, uh, one of the people I can uh, trust because, you know, even back in 2019, uh, he was always saying, buy gold and silver, buy gold and silver. And then later he started saying Bitcoin as well. And guess what happened? All of them went up and he was so, so damn right about inflation before the C word came in. It, back in October, I know October 2019, he said he's buying wow. into silver. And, uh, you know, he's he's always been into gold and now buys into silver as well. 2019. And, you know, right now, you know uh, why. So it's not like all the shillers, etc., all the people uh, telling you to buy at the top that he uh, said back in bear market, go buy it. So that's why I actually think um, I would trust his word, his words. And um, basically what I believe is Bitcoin is, of course, going to be here and um, people it's established. It's a store of value for um, a lot of people. Now, the use case is, of course, questionable uh, long term. But um, I don't know if it's going to replace the dollar or is it going to be like a huge threat against the dollar? I don't know because the dollar is still even now when we look at the price chart, we're looking in dollars, the dollar chart. Everything is in dollar for us. Even if it goes up in value, we say, wow, Bitcoin went up, even though we should say one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. We don't do it yet. So the dollar (laughs) is still super, super strong. And replacing the dollar is going to be almost like impossible but you know never say never um but yeah i mean i love the article yeah and johnny brings up a good point they're subconsciously programming us is this controlled opposition they're getting us familiar with these narratives mr cryptocurrency himself let's hear some thoughts well i mean listen most of the billionaires they're all george carlin said it best for all you who know right 
He said, there's one big club and you ain't in it. Right. And that's the bottom line. We are not in it. The billionaires are in it. Most of them are in it. They're controlled opposition, but their roles in it are to the rules. Tell them, tell them that they have to tell us what they're doing. So the billionaires are doing that. Right. And so you have to find the right ones. And I do agree totally with some and that Kiyosaki is one of the billionaires that, that I try to tend to follow what he says because he is giving us insights of what to do. So I do follow him a lot. Trust, trust some of the things and, and you know, go along with what he's saying there. Um, the one thing he, he says by all the you know canned goods and stuff like that, he's actually spot on. You want to buy stuff that is that people really need. The only thing he's missing off the list, believe it or not, you're going to laugh. He's missing seeds. You know, and so you're going to laugh, but we stocked up on a shit ton of seeds, tomato plants, fruit seeds, right? You, you know, if, if, the, if shit goes crazy and the world goes to hell, you're going to be, need to be able to grow your own food. And they're going to be something that we're going to go back to the old system of trading and bartering. And seeds are going to be probably the most valuable thing in the world, because if you can't eat, you die. So, you know, it's another thing I'd add to the list. And speaking of food, I just want to throw a shout out to Demo, who wants to see us do mushrooms on the air. So that's really interesting. <laughs> so, so if you guys have any other things you want to see us do on here, put them down in the comments below. Cause I, that is, <laughs> I haven't done shrooms yet, but that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, I haven't seen that one. That's a good one. So thanks for that demo. We're getting a lot of insight into Johnny Crypto. Earlier in this week, he was a huge advocate of marijuana, and now we've got yep. an advocate for mushrooms. Guys, I'm learning as well. We may have to remove him from the podcast, but we'll keep you updated. NFT Tones, did you have any comments before we hop into the NFT Tones? Yeah, all I want to say is think about it this way. Bitcoin is like internet gold, and there's a limited supply. Our money, our U.S. dollar, has unlimited supply and can continuously be printed. So just keep that in your mind. Like Bitcoin cannot always be printed. There is a max. There is a cap to the amount of Bitcoin that can go out. And once that Bitcoin is out, there will be no more ever produced. So keep that in mind. While our U.S. dollar is continuously always produced. Totally. I completely agree. So I'll hop into our first NFT topic for the day. Dr. Disrespect, who's got over 4 million followers on YouTube, has an industry-changing AAA product where he is incorporating nfts into these play to earn games nft tones i'm gonna go straight to you here why don't you break down why this is important and what this could mean for the future of nfts and gaming all right so this is huge because dr disrespect is a huge youtuber with four million like four million subscribers right so somebody of his magnitude is coming out and coming to make a free-to-play game with nfts and Dr. Disrespect understands that most people don't like NFTs. So he's making it for the people as in you don't need to own an NFT to even play the game. Owning an NFT just gives you extra benefits. And right now we don't know exactly what those benefits will be, but we know that in the hands of Dr. Disrespect, he's kicking off a AAA gaming studio. And I feel like this is huge because Everybody wants to make that AAA gaming studio, and it's difficult to make those. Like most games we see are made by indie developers, de developers with not a lot of money. But these AAA studios are people with a lot of money who have a lot of influence and can do a lot of things. And with Dr. Disrespect, he's opening a possible gateway into the NFT gaming space by doing this. And I, that's why I think this is so important. It is very important, and it's one of the big, biggest influencers in the gaming space. I know some people may not be familiar with famous gamers like this, but there's a huge community of people out there who not only follow this guy's daily moves, but will move into where he is. They'll follow him around. You can compare him to a Joe Rogan, but of the gaming industry. Selman, let's hop right into your content. Feel free to share your screen, and let's get this thing going. I know you got some great stuff. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, um, you guys probably heard it already. Like We launched... Um, and NFT, basically, we uh, founded a company called Collective Labs, and we're about to launch our very own NFT, our native NFT collection. And um, so, a very good friend of mine, Bellino, and I uh, founded this company, and we're super lucky that Coach JV is partnering with us, and um, also one of the owners of the company, um, our strategic advisor. And um, so, we're very excited about that, and. Um, also, I'm super excited that you guys are also on board as our moderators and pre-active. So thank you guys so much. So basically what Collecti Labs is, 
Um, and I know NFT Tones um, knows a lot about NFTs, right? So maybe we can have like a little discussion here. So the best part of what we want to do is like we, we, we've we seen, observed a lot these these past months and we've seen that um, they have been a lot of, you know, scams going on and, you know, they are promised things, but too over-promised and it was uh, dead. Basically, all of these projects, um, some of them are gone already. But here's the deal. Uh, we realized that just like any other thing, the community is the most important thing. And the community brings, you know, value. Actually, the community brings value. And that's why we created this um, um, this NFT collection with like a beautiful, different kind of uh, art, futuristic, abstract looking art um, that will hopefully revolutionize, you know, the industry, move us. You know, we were already seeing 3D animated stuff. And now, you know, you see the shift happening from 2D to 3D. So this is crazy. And like what we wanted to do is bring value, help them, you know, um, you know, ha- help them generate passive income. You see a lot of different play to earn NFT projects, et cetera, right? So we want to also do something like that, but different. So it's it's not going to be like an NFT game, but um, totally different aspect. We want to uh, become, you know... Um, a huge player in the metaverse. So it's a long-term project. We know it's only achievable with a dedicatedly working team and, of course, a good community. That's why we highly appreciate like um, anyone who's joining us. The community is growing, and I know the team members, everyone is working their asses off. And I want to also thank my team for working really hard and with passion every single day. And, yeah, like – should be like a brief discussion on this one. So um, basically we're the, the minting um, is not announced yet. We're planning to do it in April. So currently we're just focusing on, uh, on the community. We want to have a good, strong community. That's the most important thing. And, you know, you can definitely check out our light paper. You can find it on our website. Definitely. You know, you'll find the, the story behind it, why we have some demonic looking NFTs. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, the, the beautiful, the, the ones that represent light. And basically, we believe that God created everything in pairs. And just like um, men and women, you got light and darkness. And we wanted to represent that, that life is basically made out of light and darkness and that it's also inside of us. And that that's basically like what we wanted to present with our art. But of course, that's not not everything. Of course, we're bringing value to the table uh, with great utility uh, for anyone. And the best part is, you know, something that has been annoying me. I don't know, NFT Tones, maybe you've been super lucky with this. But like whenever, even last time, like a couple days ago when I um, got into a pre-sale, I'm, I'm never lucky, never get a rare NFT. I'm always getting like a normal basic one. And sometimes, you know, I don't want to post them or I don't want to use them as a profile picture because... Um, the art is not cool, or, or let's say it's it's naked. There is not enough layers, whatever uh, pro- properties. But this time, you know, um, this time basically, uh, we want to change the game. Even the the um, like the let's say the NFT with the least properties should look sexy enough that people would share it, that people would use that in their everyday life. You know, because I don't want to mention it yet, but we have like great utilities for people streaming online and whatever. Like uh, this is like great news. And yeah, this is our roadmap. Definitely check it out. And last thing I want to do is I put all of my in my browser. It's the convenient way. Like this is our art. We got different kind of, you know, NFTs inside the tube because the tubes represent the incubator role that Collective Labs is playing. And, Very you know, we cool, Selman. Kind of, mm-hmm. So... Summon, I want to say your art looks amazing and you're right on point. You, what you said is exactly right. You you can mint an NFT and you could get number 10,000 out of 10,000. You don't know what you're getting. And with your artwork being how it is, even if I got number 10,000 out of 10,000, right? I could still feel like I still have a winner if you get what I'm saying. Like some of these NFTs, if you don't get like a higher worthy nft then you kind of are screwed but with your collection and the utility that you guys are bringing i feel that you have a lot more value here so even if i was to get one of the lower end nfts 
it doesn't like to me i still feel like it's rare because it's different and it has the time and art actually committed to it if you get what i'm saying like most projects are rushed like they're most people come up with utilities rush projects and just get them out the door so they can make a quick buck with your project you can see the time was actually put into this project and used and that's what i love about your project more than anything Yes. And as I look at your project, Selman, what gets me so excited is you always talk about sustainability of that passive income stream and moving into metaverse projects, as well as I know the team members, I know the solid group that you have that's building a foundation for a long-term project. Community is the center here, right? The NFT price appreciation and the art, everything that it's a bonus, but the community and the leadership here, it's very, very unique. And that's why I'm involved in this project. I'm very excited. We're not going to bring you anything that we're not doing and we don't believe in. And as I've looked through hundreds, maybe even a thousand NFT projects over the past three or four months, this project has real utility, real leadership, and a real community. So that's where my standpoint was. And that's why I got involved. So I want to say thank you to Selman. Great job. Thank you so much. And well, you know, the best part also is um, that we got Coach JV and Jeremy as our strategic advisors. They're owners of the company as well. And they're our strategic advisors. And uh, the best part is, you know, we... Um, we know that Coach JV uh, lives for the community, right? He he knows what the community needs and uh, works nonstop to to bring value to the table. And that's why you know we wanted to collaborate with them also and um, bring this valuable piece of art out out there with like great utility. You're not only receiving like an art that you can be proud of, but also the the team behind it and and the community in general behind it will make it look even better. And um, that's why we're like super bullish on this, uh, working dedicatedly. And when we started this project, guys, there is like one thing that um, was like super interesting. So, um, you know, Amazon or like Elon, Musk, like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, for example, they always say that, um, you know, the, 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 you know, stock market, the stock price, et cetera, is not important. It's what's important is you working hard. You have a great company, great, you know environment and a great product etc right and now we're we're thinking like um even with other nft projects the floor price or anything else is not important it's the community do people like the project is there enough like activity not you know price activity but like people being engaged um and also the team and that's why we realized wow like one when we started working on this uh, non-stop we realize wow it's definitely not about the price or whatever it's the work you put in there and you, if you really believe in yourself you believe in this project long term it's definitely going to be one of the um, the projects that are going to succeed and i'd like to ask nft tones one uh, one question with regards to that right now you see like a, a bear market for many um nfts right you see like slowly you see um like um, the bear market for NFTs um, are coming. And like Gary V, for example, one of the pioneers here, um, best advocates right now for NFTs, also mentioned that bear market is going to be the place where you want to um, where you want to buy or build. So this is like great stuff happening. You'll see not only uh, Genesis, right, but you're going to see a lot of NFTs. Uh, and, and a lot of new NFT projects coming out, but with like great utility because they come from the bear market uh, and not from the bull market, right? Overpromising stuff, et cetera. So what do you think about that? Uh, you're muted, NFT Tons. Thank you. I think that you're completely right. A lot of these people are overpromising things and they can't deliver. Like Pixelmon recently released their NFT for 3 ETH. And they said they were going to completely rehaul their artwork. And that is that project raised seventy thousand dollars, seventy or seventy million dollars. And it was a complete disaster. We're talking about like the artwork, like is a complete meme. Like you go online, type in uh Pixelmon, and it is a complete meme online, and it is so bad how bad it was. They said they were going to take $2 million and reinvest it into the artwork, which you can clearly tell they did not do. So when you are looking into these projects and stuff, you got to trust them, see if they're doxxed, verified. Because like you said, now we're in a bear market and now people are going to get scared. 
I feel like there's a lot of people who are going to get scared and do stupid kinds of things such as scams and those types of things to get away with fast, easy money. And I feel like now people have to be even more worried because now that we're in this bear market, I feel like more and more of that type of thing is going to come out. So pay more attention and do more research because with these types of things coming out, you know, you have to be more wary. Yes, and NFT so tones, I'm going to plug you here real quick because I know you had three NFT gems that you wanted to bring to people. And we're going to find time later in the week. We had a 59 minute hard stop. We went over an hour here, so I can't dive into it right now. But we do have Avagachi's, Krabita, and Imposters are three games that we're going to bring you guys because NFT Tone says they're important. So I'll trust him at his word. I want to say thank you to everyone for joining us today. Johnny Crypto, NFT Tones, G Investing, and the Node Defender. Always enjoy being around with you guys. It's such a fun time. And I'm looking forward to next week when we bring more crypto news and more crypto analysis. I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening. And if you're enjoying this content, smash that like button and go follow these guys on their social media platforms because we know they deserve it and they're putting the work in. So we'll close this thing out the same way we always do. Warriors, rise. Get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us today. And happy weekend.